0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, Episode 177 for May 14, 2011. I'm here with you today. I just got back from Vegas. I didn't need to come back to you all, but I did because I love you anyway more than Vegas. And yeah, maybe. All right. First off, I've got Anna Marie Newfeld, who did not go to Vegas this no, week because you're not cool. We also got Emmanuel Marino. Hello, hello. Also not cool enough for Vegas. And finally, John Yerworth. Who is too far away from Vegas? Because you're not cool enough. So, the only person here who is cool enough for Vegas, your host Chris Privetier, and I got to say, I had a good time, and I wish you. I know y'all wish you could have been there, and I think that's a wrap. So let's. Uh, we'll see you next week. Since when
1: was Vegas cool? I thought this was a place where old people went to lose all their money and like. It savings. is.
0: That's the sad part. <laughs> Man, some of those casinos are sad. They're just sad. They're so gaudy. I thought and they. Disgusting. I thought they all were. And some of them are nice. They they got like the Disney theme park style of design. That's like, wow, that's impressive. And some of them are just really sad. So, yeah, I was out there for a work conference. It was fun. Saw the Phantom. While I was out there. Saw Penn and Teller again. You know, good stuff like that. What you guys get to do during your not so y week?
2: Uh, don't we usually do the pics at the end?
0: Oh well but I didn't mean playing games I meant cool stuff
2: like, um finish finish my games, universe yeah. <laughs> finish my university <laughs> assignments maybe well it's cool that you're done I'm how not I... quite done but most of them are done
0: oh Simon's telling me I need to move on because he just knocked a stack of papers off my desk he said I don't like how this is going i have a mean cat guys have a mean cat I have a mean so, cat man what
1: toaster cat
0: yes that's right I've got my pop tart cat shirt on today it's real fun Uh, if you are listening to the show you don't get to hear that sort of stuff because we only stream that live for the special people show up at rpgamer.com slash live every week at 9 a.m. pacific noon eastern you can tune in and watch the stream live and join people in the chat room such as funetman shaman not to be confused with shaman shadow4699 and of course just doug whose name is just doug and it's uh, a fun but stuff. But his name
2: is all—he he, just Doug is awesome.
0: Yes, just Doug is awesome. Just Doug is just awesome. It probably should be his title on the forums or something. So uh, I oh, can
2: yeah. change it to that.
0: You, you should. Shadow four six nine nine has a gift for me. So please, Shadow four six nine nine, what is my gift? Okay, so. Shadow four six nine nine apparently is not quite so ready with the gift. Oh, I left another great review on iTunes.
2: Sweet!
0: That's great. We could go read a review of how terrible I am. Sounds like a good thing. We, got
2: fee- we got a lot of feedback this week. We did? We did.
0: Okay, I don't know where it was. We got a
3: couple of iTunes reviews, we got a couple of emails.
0: Yeah, we got a we got like a couple e- not really, actually. We got like one email that I don't know uh all right
1: i i read an interesting email about you chris did you that's cool i did but what i think that's a, an email shared off the air do you know which one i'm referring to
3: yes because i think everybody has asked him in a very circumspect manner whether he's seen this email or not
0: yeah <laughs> it was fun sorry i, 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 I must andrew's, be andrews something here yeah there was an email to webmaster ad about uh some comment i made about the play for japan site last week which uh Apparently, my point was people should feel free to both play for Japan and pray for Japan, but it came out really awkwardly when I said it. So, some good offended. This way.
1: <laughs> if you guys don't know, I'll, I'll just do drop one little hint. Chris yes. is the insane clown posse of podcasts, RPG
0: podcasts. I am. Oh, I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. ICP nice to film me in, huh? ICP sucks. You're not a juggalo. <laughs> I thought you no. were a juggalo, Anna. Don't you to go to the no. annual juggalo convention? No. Oh, you should be. What's wrong with you? You know, think... it, you really shouldn't anger the juggalos. That's worse than angering 4chan or Anonymous.
2: Chris,
3: uh, I just, just don't stop. Like
0: no? Okay. We'll be on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, no legendary Zoltan this week. Hopefully, next week we'll get a legendary Zoltan. No Zoltan! <laughs> Zoltan. <Like that. laughs> uh, Zoltan, you need to send that stuff in. But what we do have, um, let's see, we, what we do have is Strawberry Eggs, who sent us in. Oh, Simon, please stop trying to ruin the recording. My cat was standing on the recording laptop, getting dangerously close to the stop button.
1: <sighs> yeah, I guess you better stop that cat.
0: I did stop that cat. Is that a song? It should be. We'll call it the <laughs> Stop That Cat. That's our new uh, that's our new RPG cast theme. Stop that, cat. Oh, there's,
2: there's our, well, at the very least, there's our um, No, don't uh, do title. that. What? There's our title for the show.
0: Oh, Stop okay. that, cat. All right.
2: Stop that. Toaster cat. Go,
1: Chris, go. <laughs> <laughs> nya, 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 n- no, no no. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm not doing this. I don't uh, no, know this meme, obviously. Do, 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 do.
0: <laughs> well, you know, fortunately, Pop-Tart Cat is all over KnowYourMeme.com. And I want everybody's response today in the forums to be Pop-Tart Cat related. So just throw in a yawn somewhere and that'll be sufficient. So let's see. Strawberry Eggs wrote in and uh, we had some comments for us. We were complaining about uh, an overall lack of good voice acting in DS uh, RPGs or just voice acting, period. And Strawberry Eggs said, hey, hey, here's some, she points out. Luminous Arc games have quite a bit, most of it good. I guess it's good that most of it's good. Sansa Destruction has the most voice acting she's heard in any DS game. And not only is it pretty decent, but she doesn't recognize any of the actors. And Final Fantasy IV is voice cutscenes, but less than the games that she mentioned above. And Crystal Chronicle games in the DS game on the DS have a fair amount of voice acting as well. And then there's uh, occasional voice acting in The World's Ends With You, Lunar Knight's, uh, oh, I guess that's probably Lunar Nights. It's not a Lunar game. Phantasy uh, Star Zero, Knights in the Nightmare, and a little bit of Gaia DS, but uh, that's a bit odd since the main version had full voice acting. Ocelot also chimed in and mentioned that Suikoden Chris has a ton of voice acting as well.
1: So- oh, yeah, but that voice acting is pretty bad. It's, uh, here, let me do a, a sample reading from Suikoden Chris. Quick, we need to get to the base. How are we going to get to the base? We need to get to the base now. Oh Oh,
0: you, need, <laughs> no, to, you just, need to do that a little better.
1: Oh, they talk really, really fast. Like they're in a rush <clears> to say <throat> these lines or there's not enough space. on the card. Like they, they need to say it really quickly to fit everything onto the card.
0: Yeah. So it's like a traditional anime dubbing where they can't change the, uh, the it's amount like of time. It's like Speed Racer have.
1: basic. It sounds like Speed Racer.
0: Yeah. Darn Japanese language being so compact. How dare they? Oh, Am you Japan? Compact and efficient. No, no, you don't <sighs> want to say that right now. They they don't need that right now. Oh, yeah, that is yeah, a good no, point. you yeah. don't <laughs> want to say that they're compact time. and efficient. Yeah, <laughs> that is kind counter- of. <laughs> that, that is Pageless. also not a good way of saying it either. That's just as bad. That's terrible, Manny. Not you're going to. I think
2: and I think we've got another title for the podcast.
0: Japan, RPG. compact R- and, R- and efficient.
2: No, I was going oh. to say RPG Cast episode one seven seven unintentional racism. <laughs>
0: Now, we've already done I that.
2: <laughs> well, I
3: to call it unintentionally tasteless, but instead of spending five minutes at the beginning of the podcast discussing the topic, we should maybe get on to Sam's feedback.
0: Sam's feedback is interesting because she's pointing out something cool. So There's a bunch of people out there who are really trying to get to uh, E3, and they are called the Descendrix of Erdrich. They are a band. Apparently,
3: they... Sir Erdrich in the in the chat channel has been busy. So. Yes. I,
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> to have a bunch of descendants, yeah. uh, Sam asked me to plug this. I said, I don't care, why not? I can plug it. They're a band, I they can- do video game music, obviously, I mean, if they're called descendant of verdrix um you can uh, you can go and they have auctions running that are helping to fund their trip to the E3. Auctions are done at this point. Oh, their auctions are done. Okay.
3: Right. They might have more up, but the ones that we were talking about on Facebook, like uh, the the autographs and air drum and stuff, they're okay. done. Well, if you look uh, for I, I, if you,
0: well if you look for descendants of Erdrick on Facebook, you can like them. You can follow their their whole thing uh, to see whether or not they made it. They've got a map. Uh-huh. As, they've got a place already where they're going to play at E3, which is. So they are directory in front of the left entrance and area 601. So they um, apparently, they actually got permission to play at E3. So that seems they to work well. They were invited. Oh, but they couldn't afford it?
3: Right. At the is moment, the... they can't afford it. Yeah. So if you want to actually donate to them, they do have a donate button up on their website, which is, unsurprisingly, DescendantsOfEradric.com.
0: And I'm going to spell right, that I for have,
3: you.
1: Oh, can I okay. play like, Devil's Advocate and ask a couple questions? Yeah, go ahead. Because I just, as someone who has no idea, who are these people and really why should I care? I mean, that's just, that's me just being 100% honest. Who are the Descendants of Edric?
0: Austin's premier uh-huh. video game tribute band.
1: Okay. And so. Honestly, okay. I
0: don't know them. Sam, Sam wanted me to plug them because no, it's just, she knows them. It just seems so bizarre that all of
1: a sudden it's like, hey.
0: <clears throat> well, I can tell you who us. they are Amanda Lepra, Chris yeah, Taylor, Mike Villa Lobos, John uh-huh. Pike. Lauren Leibowitz and also starring Mark Ford on the cello
1: so four, how many people, six, seven people five, five. or six, depending Three.
0: on whether the also starring shows up
3: and they all play classical instruments
0: like okay. guitar bass, guitar, drums, flute, and cello, so they are not all classical instruments, but that's close okay. enough. <laughs> okay, so two of them two of them, put two put them put are classical instruments,
1: so is anyone on this podcast actually listens to their music
0: um I yeah. yeah. A little bit, but How is I, it? I've never heard of them before last night, so it's not like the one-ups showing up. If the one-ups show up, I can tell you about them for an hour and a half, but uh, this is the Descendants of Erdrich. They've played with the one-ups, if that helps, <laughs> at least okay. at the same event as the one-ups, so they must be good enough. Um, I'm listening right now to their version of Bloody Tears. Give me a second. It's in tune. It's got the tune down. They're adding a own beat. They've got two guitars doing different things. Yep, it sounds good. Sounds like a decent uh, cover band from, uh, from my 10-second sample all right here. It just, just so, seems
1: very bizarre that all of a sudden it's like, hey, donate to these people. Yeah, I'm like,
0: let me put it to you this way. That version of Bloody Tears sounds better than most of the recordings I've heard of the Mini Bosses version of Bloody Tears. So all right. That's, uh, that is uh, a positive. Bloody Tears? Yeah. Because Bloody Tears, is uh, if you do it with just a standard rock band setup, you can sound really out of tune on And these guys did not, so that's good. Anyway, so anyway, we're plugging them just for the heck because that's the kind of podcast we are. We like to plug. Please go make a uh, donation at descendantsoferdrick.com And if you really are offended by the idea of funding, please make a donation.
1: Let's not get crazy here.
0: And if you're offended by the idea of donating to someone going to E three and paying for them, go make a, a donation to Japan instead. So, whichever wherever you feel like your money should go for. So let's see. That's the Descendants of Verdrick. And at the very least, go see if you okay, like their so music. W- one question, last <laughs> okay. question. So they're <laughs> okay? based where? In Austin, you said? Yeah, Austin, Austin, Texas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you really offended by the whole idea, just go see if you like their How, music. Well, what's
1: their goal? Like, what's their monetary goal?
0: That's a great question. No I don't idea. see a goal. I don't see a chart. They need to put, like, a because chart up. I'll be honest with you. I yeah. know a lot of people I from Texas, is, and it's I not that far of a, a drive. Uh,
3: pretty- it's a pretty sudden thing where they were like, hey, we're on E3. Oh, wait, we don't have any money to go to E3. Like,
0: you know, they've been doing their auctions through Facebook events. They haven't even touched eBay yet. I don't know what they're thinking of. Uh,
3: I think Sam said they, were, they might be starting a Kickstarter. I, so.
0: Yeah, that, they might be doing a Kickstarter. Also, they, uh, have, they have more auctions coming up. So go check okay. it out. See if they got some cool so stuff. So how much and are they, they trying
1: to make? Like a, a couple? How much would they need to come here? Like I'm guessing they need to rent like a van or something and then drive here well, they will need to either
3: fly at, or get some sort of rental equipment, rental transportation cuz they need to shift their equipment all
1: right okay, okay. I'm just, i was just wondering cuz i just people are like please donate please donate i'm like this is a band i never even heard of
0: they they have not said what their budget is they haven't given any insight into how much donations they've received um so those are both mistakes on their part and there.
1: how about how they're going to spend the money
0: yeah how they're going to spend the money yeah those are all things that uh people who've done this before can tell you uh don't do that because a- area five had a lot of issues of this when they were accepting donations to keep yeah, seeing yeah. as a studio they, they had to be very I'm sorry. I was just playing transparent because i
1: had like a bunch of like these kind of questions like i just legitimately if we're going to be advertising for these people i kind of want to have a little bit more accountability
0: You're right, and they should do that. But um, you can go check out the page, see if they've got that accountability up. It's a big, little, tiny donate button. Make a decision if you want to send them 5 bucks or not. And in the meantime, we're going to move on because we got a ton of news this week that goes beyond the descendants of Erdrich into the descendants of Dragon Warrior itself and what's coming forward for franchises like that. All right, so starting with it, I need to get the page up, and I forgot how to operate my browser. Oh, my gosh.
3: Unsurprisingly... The companies are now starting to complain about the PlayStation Hour outage.
0: Yes. Who?
3: Capcom, in particular. Those.
0: This time. Y- you know what? But do we care? They got they forced uh, Keiji Fune out. Do we care what they do anymore? Are they making any games you care about? Capcom. Yeah. Well, they made the cool Street Fighter thing I played with over. The- I I did like figurine battles in my Street Fighter Four over the week.
1: All right, so that's why you should care about Capcom. They still make games you like.
0: Oh.
3: You rocked out
0: with your pocket out. Actually, I got in one figurine battle. Big oh. ass convention, three days. I found one person with three DS that apparently I walked by close enough to oh, have yeah. a battle with. They're
3: making Mega Man Legends three. We should probably careful.
0: They are, care they are. Um, but does you know? I've watched videos of Mega Man Legends. That gameplay looks boring. Is it any good?
2: Apparently,
3: everyone's excited for the third one. So. Okay. I guess they must have spiced things up. Maybe they added some Chipotle. Yeah,
0: they they must have. Chipotle, of course, being the Canadian pronunciation of Chipotle, according to Anna.
1: And if you aren't from the United States, it's a terrible, terrible faux Mexican restaurant.
0: It is an awesome faux Mexican restaurant. Chipotle is one of my favorites for lunch because you can get healthy food that tastes good. Yep. Oh, come on, Chris. No, I like Chipotle and I like Quito. And after
1: that, we're going to go to P.F. Chang's for dinner.
0: Uh no, that I don't like so much. They don't do a good job with their gourmet Chinese food or whatever that is. So,
2: uh are we going to re this discussion. So, the
0: delicious cast. Yeah, it's well, it's not RPGs. my fault. That was Manny's fault. And so do you, know do what, wanna, do you know what Do you know what is Sony's to, fault? The PSN still being down. down.
3: That's right. Apparently a couple of places have changed their Sony Online Entertainment logo to Sony Offline Entertainment. Where? That sounds like a great uh, thing. Oh, damn. Boss sent me a couple links the other day.
0: That's awesome. So Yes. Uh, I thought that was epic. So check out this quote from Christian uh, Svensson, senior VP at Capcom, who said <clears throat> hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in revenue in reference to what the service is costing Capcom. He said, he continued, I'm frustrated and upset by it for a number of reasons he wrote as a consumer i also play games online on ps3 which i can't do and likely my personal information is also compromised secondly i like to buy things in the playstation store and i can't do right that and that i can't do right now on a related note as an executive responsible for running a business the resulting outage obviously costing us hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars in revenue that were planned for with that we planned for within our budget These are funds we rely on to bring new games to market for our fans. In short, the hackers appear to be trying to punish Sony for some perceived injustice, and they've been effective in that, I suppose, but they're also punishing millions of other consumers and businesses, which make it impossible to be sympathetic to their quote-unquote cause. So he wasn't happy. And, uh, let's, you know, that's my way of telling you, by the way, PSN, still down! Ah!
3: This is down. just a bad year in general for, for oh. Japanese companies. I mean, I right after of there, PSN, like, yeah. the, uh, the PSN goes down.
1: For not just Japanese companies, basically any company who's making an online PSN, I mean, any online game that requires that's, PSN. That's true. And not to mention the fact that this is like crunch time to get those E3 demos done. So if you have an online if – you, if you're depending on PSN for your E3 demo that you're going to show to the press and the rest of the world – and you can't test it. Well, I did hear the developer, the developer PSN is back up, but yeah. you can't make new accounts.
0: You don't. Yeah. If you're showing a game at E3, you don't need the PSN to work. You just load it locally onto your debug unit.
2: Uh, uh, every yeah, every game is two player.
0: Yeah, but you're not showing off multiplayer at conventions usually.
2: Yeah, you are. I put a ton of PS3 On yeah.
0: PSN titles. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, When I went to Eurogamer last year, um, they had the online capabilities – they were demoing the online capabilities for uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood.
0: Yeah, Uh, but what games do we cover that they do that with? We don't care about
2: those games. Oh, 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 come on, Chris. Just because we
1: don't care doesn't mean – I mean just because we don't cover doesn't mean we don't care. Like uh, when we were there, me and Michael played Mag – at PSN, there was a uh, there was always the Killzone Two stuff going on. There's always showing like Uncharted multiplayer, like you name it. There's always a big well, multiplayer. Well,
0: like you said, the developer network is up, so that's okay. I was referring to download titles. I didn't realize you were talking about general titles that use. Well,
1: PSN. it's still slowing people down. I mean, it was still down for quite a bit. And of course, people like uh what who
0: Dylan Cuthbert's company? What are they called? Pixel Junk. Pixel Junk Q Games, I think. Actually, Q
1: Games. Yeah, they are not making any money. So if you want,
0: <laughs> I, that was funny. He sent a he sent a link like. By the way, go, go and uh, go buy our DSiWare titles while uh, PSN is down. And I or had to reply a shirt like, from the "Store
2: they have DSiWare
0: titles." And he had to like link me to where their DSiWare yeah. titles were. <laughs> it was so sad.
1: Or you can buy a t-shirt because they have kit- they have mouse to feed.
0: <laughs> yeah. I it should tells me they should be putting more out on Steam. Yeah. But I guess they did put um, monsters out on Steam, didn't they?
1: I well, think I think so. they have a pretty favorable deal with PS with Sony, and which is why they stick with them. You know, they get a lot of yeah, advertising. They, they get
0: tons home of exposure. Yeah, almost as much exposure as Diablo Three gets. Well, maybe not. Diablo Three gets a lot more exposure, but it's about to get even more exposure because sometime in quarter three this year, t- which would be between July first and September thirtieth, apparently, Blizzard's going to release a, de- a beta for Diablo Three.
3: Well, uh, it also may be more relevant that the North American internal alpha has become not not available to European
1: officially? staff yet. But, oh. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I mentioned this uh, like a week or two ago that on May 9th they were going to have their conference call yeah. for investors,
0: and this is where they announced this. Ah, all right. I was wondering where this came from because this silly story I linked doesn't have the source oh, on it. Oh,
1: and there's also like – um as a part of the fun news, They have you seen this new bit about uh, Diablo 3 followers? No. How does that work? Uh, so people have been waiting for like the the mercenary system in uh, Diablo three so there 's going to be three basic uh, followers you have the, an enchantress, a scoundrel, which is like a range shooter an enchantress is your magic user, and you have a, i think it 's called a Templar mm-hmm. and he 's your like sort of tank unit and it seems like they're distinct characters with like, with their own kind of backstory and a lot of and a lot of custom custom ability they have their own skill trees they have their own uh own full armor sets that you can have with them and they're a good way if you're going to be playing the game alone or without a full party to sort of complement your weaknesses
0: cool i like that what do you think anna does that sound like a good mechanic
3: Um, since I'm the only person in the world who really is not interested in Diablo to Diablo Three, Ugh. you
0: are asking the wrong person.
3: Like me to no. How can you be excited? No. How can you be
0: Tor-caps increase expansion? How can you care about Torchlight and not Diablo?
3: Because I care about Torchlight and not Diablo. But
0: no. But how? That doesn't work.
3: I never played Diablo. I've played Torchlight.
0: Then you've played Diablo, actually. <laughs>
3: Uh I don't want to get into this derivative argument.
0: <laughs> you're going to play Diablo 3 and you're going to like it, damn it. All right.
3: You know, if the only way I'm going to play Diablo 3 is if someone buys it for me, because I'm not dropping money on it.
0: What if it was $10? Well, can I ask you,
1: Anna,
3: what, what, what's, what's, what's
1: putting you off about Diablo 3?
3: More accurately, the thing that attracts me to Torchlight is the fact that there's an MMO coming up. So I'm playing the, the single-player games to get ready for the MMO.
1: So sort of invest yourself in the world and the characters and
3: the aesthetic. Right. I mean, I don't play a ton of action RPGs in general. I find they're just too twitchy and I don't have good enough reaction time.
0: What if they have a Diablo MMO?
3: (laughs) Then I will go back and play one of the Diablo (laughs) games. I mean, I've played a little bit of Diablo. I took my Amazon and I stuck the cleaver, the meat cleaver into the corner and shot him to death. And Butcher. that was pretty much the extent of my Diablo experience.
0: That's Diablo 1. That's the game you play just for the story. Um, Diablo 2 is the one that has gameplay.
3: I've seen people play both considerably. But I've, I've never really been interested in playing it myself.
2: Yeah, I played, I played the first one extensively. It was one of the first uh, multiplayer games I remember playing online. Um, but uh, I, I, I think I did. I played it a lot. I did buy the second one, but I just couldn't get into it after that. And I
3: remember how cool I thought the ending of the first one was, because doesn't he take the gem and stab it into his face?
0: Into his head, yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. you know, it, Interesting, I'm
1: kind of in a, in a weird uh, sort of a opposite end of the spectrum from, from Quinn, because the first Diablo I ever played was Diablo 3. So it was actually kind of hard for me to go back and play Diablo yeah, 2.
0: <laughs> or it's Diablo 1. They are old. So,
1: because even in those early stages when I was at BlizzCon, it, it felt like they had a real solid – even though they were giving us like these little vertical slices, it felt like what was there was really a well – sort of a, pretty much a finished game, a really well – wait, Manny played Diablo 3 multiple times at uh, BlizzCon. Anyway, someone's asking in the chat that I played this. But it yeah. just felt like they've always played like a real complete game and every time they added a new piece in it, it, was like, yeah, this feels right. It feels like I could take this home right now and enjoy myself. So to – and – a lot of those systems that are going to be in the final game were already in those BlizzCon demos. So go, go, going from there to Diablo 2, it felt kind of, it felt really. Good.
0: It looks so fun! I, I love reading, watching all the BlizzCon coverage of the stuff they're thinking about putting in this game. So I can't wait! I'm so excited.
1: Yep. So you think we're getting to the beta yet?
0: Probably, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't assume we'll get into we, anything with Blizzard.
3: Do we even cover Diablo? Yeah. Me too
0: yeah just like we covered torchlight we...
3: okay if, let
0: me put it
1: this <laughs> Same way if we didn't kind of cover game, diablo, yeah. if we didn't cover diablo we wouldn't cover borderlands we wouldn't cover torchlight we wouldn't com- cover dungeon siege 3 we or wouldn't sacred <laughs> Or sacred too mm-hmm. and so on and so on yeah
3: oh fine oh
1: fine i know you don't like to hear that torchlight is is a diablo clone Anna, but it it, it is Made by the like one two of the guys who created yes, their
3: I'm idea. aware of the origins, and it's more than just Max and Eric Schaefer, they have a couple of other people. I mean, most of the people that work at Torchlight well, most of the people that started working at Torchlight they've expanded considerably at this point. We're ex blizzard employees, but not all of them worked on the Diablo franchise. A lot of them worked on the Warcraft franchise,
0: yeah. But apparently, Which would really good the art style. Yeah <laughs> that would explain the art right style. Oh Anna, so uh, uh, what's going on with WoW expansions? Tell us about something you do so know.
3: So they've decided in order to quote unquote combat uh, churn, they are going to make more content more frequently, which means shorter times between expansions.
1: Anna, is the current cycle an eighteen month cycle? Eighteen to two eighteen to twenty four months?
0: No.
3: It's more like 24 to 30.
0: No, it's like 18. Is it? Almost exactly. Was it? No. Because
1: I think people are expecting... Wait a uh, second.
0: Hold on, hold on. It's 18 for Revelation and then like 24... No, because they reveal your head. Okay, so it came out when? We can figure this out.
1: Well, I know people are expecting the next one to be announced. Apparently we're
3: mathing good. Well, and it's interesting because for a while there were sort of these rumors floating around that Cataclysm would be the last expansion before the next, before WoW 2 came out. Mm -hmm. And I think it's pretty clear at this point that's not the case. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but if it's the last big expansion, that could mean something. And then they're just going into maintenance mode with mini expansions, kind of like Final Fantasy XI started to do.
3: Mm-hmm. Um kind of like EverQuest started to do.
0: I don't know. I don't play that game.
3: So what's the rumor for the next expansion? It's something like the Emerald Dream? Emerald Dream seems to be the uh the forefront of the rumors. But
0: that would be a big expansion. So that's kinda of so weird. Like like a whole really? new area, area like a realm.
3: The Emerald Dream isn't necessarily quantitatively large i'm sure i did not just make a word there it's the fact that it is like this exceptionally fleshed out lore
1: mm-hmm.
3: the thing that makes the emerald dream really heavy and really intimidating to sort of break into is the fact that there's just a massive amount of lore around it i mean there's like how many trilogies of books dedicated to just the emerald dream and how many books tie into it. And we've sort of evolved what the Emerald Dream means, even during our time of World of Warcraft. The Emerald
0: Dream, for people who have no idea what the hell we're talking about... You could go
3: turn to the Instance right now.
1: ...refers
0: to the um, kind of... I don't know astral plane of the blizzard universe it's what the druids go into when they are to meditate and stuff and they go it's some interconnected part of the world that things happen in that are important but you can't see them day to day you have to like enter it through some way usually a druid dreams and gets there or a green dragon gets there somehow I don't know how normal people would get there and stuff happens in there and there's lore and all this other crap and it got polluted there's now called the emerald nightmare because things are bad and then there's some dealing with that in a recent book the big elf leader is in ties into it there's a whole bunch of lore and it goes on and on and on and on and on and it it, there's tons of stuff that can go in there so players have been really excited let's go and explore that area because it'll be really weird and funky because it's a dream and not real but it is real and all this stuff so why don't we explore it anyway go ahead
3: Um, basically what's happened even over the lifetime of Worlds of Warcraft, not even considering the books is, in Vanilla we discovered that the Emerald Dream had been perverted and the Emerald Nightmare had spawned, sort of, uh, we, it was really hard to tell if the Emerald Nightmare and the Emerald Dream were concurrently running, or if the Nightmare had taken over the Dream, or what was going on, because there were six gates? Five gates? There were a bunch of gates in the world. Cool, oh, wasn't um,
0: it? Huh? Whatever, there's S- gates. People don't care. Yeah. Keep Four? moving.
3: <laughs> Sorry. I'm apparently overguessing the amount of gates. And out of these gates came massive world dragon bosses. All oh, right. And it did take at least a rate of 40 to take these suckers down. And you had to be really well geared to do it. Like, normally there was only one or two guilds per server that were killing a world dragon.
0: And those and are then- gone now.
3: Right. As time has gone on, like, their, first their guardians disappeared and then the dragons didn't pop out of the portals anymore. Now they actually just sit inactive. And so Isara, who is the uh, the aspect, the, the main chick of the green dragon flight, in vanilla she was stuck in the Emerald Nightmare and the story has evolved where she is now. Um, recovered. She's back in the Emerald Dream. She has some uh, presence on the corporeal plane with the rest of us poor peons, but mostly she's in the Emerald Dream.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that's what people expect will be the next big expansion. Um, However, how that will interact with these smaller expansions ideas. Anybody have any ideas? Are they necessarily
1: smaller? Will they just be like... Like what? Like,
0: well, they have to be smaller if you're spending less time on them.
1: So like catechism size thing is like a few big di- – I'm not talking about like the rebirth of the world. I'm just talking about the actual what's in the cata- – maybe like a rate, like one new race. But all of that is
0: part game. of cataclysm. It's kind of weird to say that. Um,
1: oh, but everyone got the big re- transformation though.
0: Yeah, but that's all right, justified by cataclysm dollars. More um,
3: accurately, he's he's looking at the 80 to 85 content. Yeah,
0: that was... Well, uh, for a
3: while there, people were saying that the Maelstrom would be its own expansion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: But we sort of have...
0: Yeah, the maelstrom is taken care of now.
3: <laughs> right. I wouldn't say we have a fair amount of it covered, but we have, like, an entire massive Vashir zone that yeah. deals with the Maelstrom, and we have other associated quests. Sure, sure, sure.
0: Well, we're getting so, too, too into details. Um, right, so... so
1: my
3: question is is to since you're
1: like you're the person I asked, do you think we can get to a point where it could be one expansion like one big title expansion every year? No. Cuz that uh, would sure it, help, that would take care of sure. I, I don't think
0: Blizzard's <laughs> capable of it. I mean, that's you know how they roll. they, their, they do I mean, stuff when it's done. The problem their culture is not having, to just do things quick. <laughs> the
3: problem with the churn right now is that Blizzard has never quite gotten the game difficulty right. So the original game was certainly more approachable than its MMO counterparts at the time, because no. that was basically EQ, EQ2, but and that's, UO.
0: That's such bull, though. They've, they've made it harder. They've made it easier. They've made it in the middle. And it's, no one's ever happy. There's always right. like a third of the population that. complaining, no matter what you do.
3: Exactly. But the problem is is that the original game was so much easier and approachable. TBC made it a little easier and people sort of uh tur- tuned in on that and then the Lich King cranked up how easy it was. Everything was approachable, everything was doable.
0: You've just said you've just said it was it- easy and approachable, then it was easier and approachable, now it's even easier and approachable. So you're saying it's just getting easier and easier?
3: Well, it did get it did get consistently easier between Vanilla, TBC, and Lich King. Okay. Cause, uh, I, I was have hard modes right. for the people that were really dedicated and really wanted to push themselves. Yeah. Um, the problem being that it was sort of similar to the 10 to 25 jump where you did Karazhan. Oh. This is back in the Burning Crusade, which well, we- was a 10-man dungeon, and then you had to jump up to a 25-man dungeon. And okay. It
0: was okay, so the, is it, how was it the in Cataclysm? Is it even easier still? Or
3: No, the problem was is that they scaled it back, and they retained, retained a more vanilla level of difficulty. Okay. You didn't have the organizational nightmare of a four—you know, you didn't have the organizational— <sighs> Okay. Putting together 40 people three times a week sucks. Okay. So the organizational mess was resolved. Yep. But you still had that challenge level. And the problem was that you've given people easy, easier, easiest, and now you're no longer holding your hand. You're booting them out of the nest, and lots of people are whining.
0: Okay, well, people are whining before anyway, so I don't see that as meaning anything. So how does that impact these expansions, like what the (laughs) easiness with these expansions? How do you think they interact?
3: The fact that the difficulty level is seesawing is in my opinion a more cause of concern for churn than
0: than ha- not having new content
3: than quantity of content
0: okay uh i i think you're i don't know that i buy into your your argument about the difficulty level um because if it's just it's just coming back up now that's not really a seesaw that's just a swing <laughs> it's only swung once you have to go back and forth to have a swing saw, a seesaw. But
2: I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of di- uh, sort of back and forth discussions as far as um, difficulties concerned because everyone comes from different backgrounds yeah. as far as um, like how far they progressed during like um, Burning Crusade and Wrath content when it was new. I mean the the only the only one that people seem to really agree on was that when Wrath of the Lich King brought Nax from us back is that it was extremely easy compared okay. to the original version.
0: Sure, well. It, yeah. And I just wanted well, to... Well,
3: part of the argument that next was considerably easier was like 90% of the trash was removed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine. But so, so that was easier, was but that's irrelevant. The uh, here's the thing. When, when people are leaving and they're bitching about, oh, the, the raid content's too hard. Uh, the real thing that's going on here is that when it came down to it, Cataclysm didn't add that much for you to do on your own with your new character. Yes, and and so it's very true. And so, and be, the, if all you have left to do that's new is all this raid content they're putting out, which is a little bit harder to address some of the complaints they had from the people who are most into raids. Okay, so they're addressing that; they're making the content harder. Well, what about the rest of us? We can't participate in it because it's too hard. And I'm not including myself. I'm just saying the general person who just doesn't like the raid content because it's too hard. Well, what are they left to do? Get their well, ar- ar- this... archaeology up to 400, and that's pretty much it. You know,
3: that's interesting. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in and cut everybody off because I want to make a relevant point. Raids did not get harder. There is essentially no new mechanics that were really introduced to the raids. They're just uh, old flips on – or new new flips on old tricks. Well, then what's harder, The difficulty Anna? problem was uh, the five-mans got harder.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough.
3: And so it was a domino effect. It was – People can't finish the five mans, so they can't get into the raids. Okay, and there's nothing to do solo, so they quit.
0: But more importantly, that's all the same sort of content with a uh, different skin, different bosses, different encounters than they had in the previous expansions. And so there's really nothing new other than that. So maybe what they're looking for here is, well, now let's put in this new. Uh, oh, that's fla- what I was about I'm, to bring I'm up. I'm going to make something up. Flower picking. It's the new big no, thing no, in WoW. That, that, We're going to have flower picking, it's right?
1: During BlizzCon, uh, they were talking about a lot of these features that they do want to put in, and they're they're thinking about putting them in, like a uh, sort of a dance uh, studio, exactly like a <laughs> dance studio or a, a big dress up closet, yeah. or uh, even a personal space. They run out of ideas. You know, it's just it seems like maybe these can be they can move more towards those kind of content packs. Give something people give people more customization, more options, more more little things to do while they're in town and to interact with
0: people. Is that enough though to keep it going? Because I don't know. Are people gonna Are people well, gonna flock to it because they released a closet expansion?
3: the The other thing that they could be doing is um, actually something that Rift did is give a third profession.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I I don't think that really addresses it. That's not new. That's just more of the same. Well,
1: maybe Chris, if you want new, well, maybe what Blizzard needs to do is just sort of take the lid off Titan or get that out there eventually. Because I guess if if you're just sort of done with it, Chris, you're just done with WoW. You want something new, the new big MMO from, or the new big mechanic from Blizzard. That does maybe seem just, like
0: it would be a better strategy, doesn't it? Because then you'd have an entirely new game by these people instead of just trying to make the old game it, feel new. Like if
1: you, have some, if you have some loyalty to Blizzard and you want to see what they got next, maybe just go to Titan and they still get your money anyway. But that's and not it, what they said it,
0: they're doing. They said they're doing expansions, so, hmm.
1: They have, a big enough, they have enough staff to do both, don't they?
0: Oh, sure, they do, but uh, my, I guess I'm trying to get at... See, I, I'm not frustrated, Manny. I'm trying to figure out what they're going to put in these expansions by talking through what somebody who might be frustrated would want to see. So <laughs> that's what I'm trying to understand. What are they going to put okay. in this?
1: <laughs> no, it's a, a good point. It's a good point. All
0: right. Well, I think we've uh, gone on way too long. So Sailing I, I,
1: mechanics. That's what they need to put in there.
0: I. Oh, my gosh. Wind Waker sailing in WoW.
3: You could have your own crew, your own ship. Okay. So, uh, what's uh, what's going to be released in October?
0: Yeah. Speaking of difficulty, Dark Souls has a has a release date now. Looking to be out. (laughs) Looking to be out sometime in October, and it's coming to both PS3 and 360. No word on whether or not the PSN will be up by then. And the uh, Namco Bandai, Namco Bandai, Bamco, or Namdai. They will be publishing it in North America and Europe. This is, of course, the, re- the uh, spiritual successor, since it's not a direct sequel to Demon Souls. Look forward to a very difficult experience this October. Did any of you guys finish Demon Souls? I didn't I like Demon Souls enough it to yet, play it because
3: by the time I wanted to play it, the PSN was down.
0: Yeah. Well, you can play it offline.
3: You can. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of people like to play it offline because then they can influence their world tendency very, more freely. So,
3: Ooh. Well, it, that's right, because there's that white and black mechanic. Yeah,
0: and then right? nobody jumps into your world and kills you, which is also nice, too, which can happen if you're online. Not that I've ever seen it happen, but it can happen. Seventh Dragon. How about this one? People who... So the designer of the original Fancy Star was making the Seventh Dragon game, and apparently there's going to be a sequel of sorts. Seventh Dragon 2020 will be out not in 2020, but uh, in 2011. This fall, it'll be out in PSP. First one was on the DS. This one's going to be on the PSP. Sega's going to be publishing it. The 2020 comes to play because the game is set in Tokyo in the year 2020. Which is different because the original one was sword and sorcery. So, seventh dragon dungeon crawling type thing. You guys into this sort of game? I don't think you are. None of you guys are, are you?
1: Well, I don't know. I I, I think Reiko, if anyone can do that kind of sci-fi thing, it's Reiko Kodama. Mm-hmm. She did do all the Fantasy Stars.
0: Yes, that's true. That's
2: yeah. True. I think if there's one thing that Fantasy Star uh, did rather well was come up with relatively decent sci-fi settings. I I must admit I haven't played the um, original ones extensively, but, but I did you- play. F-
0: are you interested in a first-person fantasy star dungeon crawl?
2: I don't know. Um, see some gameplay trailers. might get interested in it. All right. And, of course, um, it needs to come out in Europe.
0: There is an official page up at Dragon2020. That's 2020, the numbers, not the words, and You can check it out and look for pictures and trailers as they come up. And, of course, we will post them right here on RP Gamer. Okay. So here we go. Here's one I wanted to talk about. So we have some news about what's going on with the questing of the dragons. There's a collection. So, you know Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3, as well as the Super Famicom remakes of all of those games, which we kind of didn't get here. Um, and they're gonna they're going to put all those together into a collection for the Wii, at least in Japan. We don't know if it'll come out here. It will be out in September. The Super Famicom remakes of the games also have uh, have enhanced graphics and sound, and uh, let's see, and, that, and that's all we know. So it's a little collection of Dragon Quest games you get to play through the first three again if you speak Japanese. So this is for Quinn right now, and hopefully it'll come out outside of Japan, and we can all play it. Yeah,
2: no, uh, actually, I, I'm actually not a fan of Dragon Quest. Oh, so I haven't played I haven't played Dragon Quest in English, so.
0: Well play it in play it in Japan. The but Japanese. these
3: are in Japanese, so you are gonna be a no.
0: Yeah. So I don't know, uh, do you, do you no. guys here's my question. Do you guys think these have a chance of coming out over here due to the localization efforts required?
3: Uh no.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh sorry. Just talking to the chat room about what a dungeon crawler in. Is, apparently.
1: All right. Well, can they just? Does it even have to really come out on Wii? Could it just come out like on the digital download service, like Xbox Live or PSN?
0: Hmm. What? Oh, if they're
1: remastered already, can you just yeah. release them as little individual
0: downloads? You'd think so. They could have done that with the Mario Collection too, but they didn't. They actually hmm. released that over here, and it was like buying Mario All Stars again for some reason. I don't know why, but people. Man,
3: do. I really want to go and play Mario 2
0: now. Okay. Boop, doo, 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 doo. All right.
2: Dig up sand with Peach's skirt. Oh, <laughs> I was just say, is, is 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 does some um, mentioning Mario 2 have a similar effect to what mentioning do sex does? You know, every time you mention do sex, someone goes and ins- reinstalls it. Apparently. <laughs> um. Uh, what's the other game that effect applies to? Oh, Meier's Alpha Centauri. Seriously, oh, someone man, in the chat room will have I
3: need to install it now. Yep. I have, like, the fat box of doom.
2: Uh. I don't, sadly. Loser. (laughs) God, pardon me for not having enough money when it first came out on PC.
3: I think I borrowed it from a friend and never gave it back.
2: Nice going.
3: He joined the Navy. He didn't need it.
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: you're so okay, mean, I think we're, you're and stuff Okay, I people. think we're done here. You think you're done here? You're not done until Nintendo says you're done. And they're saying June 6th for North America and June 7th for Japan and Europe is when you're finally going to be able to buy your eShop titles on your Nintendo 3DS console. Yay! What is this, the Nintendo Download Express? That's right.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Today on WiiWare, no, my notebook too.
0: Ta-da, ta-da.
2: Da, 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 da. Ba, so what, does ba, everyone else have a 3DS now or something? Uh, no, happen-
0: I'm the only one who's still I'm still the only one who has a 3DS.
2: No, yeah. I don't have a 3DS either. Chris, mm. how often you play in the 3DS? Uh, he uh,
3: carried it so around so. in his pocket during Vegas and was ticked. He only got one match.
0: He <laughs> got like one match, yeah. So
3: Yeah, but did you actually play it?
0: Uh, I did. I've been playing through uh, Ghost Recon Shadow Wars. I'm getting really close to finishing it.
3: All right. Are you going to review it?
0: No, because it takes... I don't have time to do a review when, I'm, when this is going to be done. It'll be pretty hard. But
1: That's right. Chris will be at E3 doing important E3 business.
3: Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> time to check the countdown.
0: No, there's more than that. But uh, the countdown for what?
3: What? I put up a countdown on my Facebook until E3. <laughs> Ouch. If you'd
1: like to donate to help Chris get to E3, you can... <laughs> Sorry.
3: Countdown to June 5th, of 2011 at noon. 22 days, 1 hour, 39 minutes, 52, 51, 50 seconds.
0: Hmm.
3: That's when, like, everybody's arriving by except for Noodle.
0: Okay. Uh, anyway, so your eShop If you'd channel... like to know
1: more about our E3 plans, <laughs> email e- Anna... <laughs>
0: Your eShop channel stuff uh, will be that was originally planned for end of May, got pushed to June, just a couple weeks. It'll be out in time for E3. Funny enough, so the, there'll be a free update. You download it, you get access to be able to buy the Virtual Console to get Game Boy games, you get DSiware, and then 3DS games and stuff like that. So uh, that's coming, and hope I'm assuming since they're timing it right for E3 that that means they're planning to do some sort of big release during E3 for that. Um, yep. For the console, for the content, or something.
1: And how long until there's something that RP gamers care about?
0: I don't know, uh, but Virtual Console is going to have something that we care about. uh, oh.
3: uh Sorry, I don't care.
0: Oh. Because
3: I'm sorry, this is what the sixth time that Chrono Trigger has been released for North America.
0: Well, play it on the DS. I, it's good.
3: Uh, I don't want to try I have it. I on- not Yes, and I don't want to play it. I don't well, want to should, play it because again. because it's
0: actually really good, and you'll be surprised. I played how... it on
3: the Super Nintendo. You'll... I played it on the PlayStation.
0: Oh, that was your I mistake. I
3: played on the DS. I've yeah. played a little bit of it. Yeah. I, I'm not impressed. Why does everybody? Okay.
0: It is that I'm good. Sure no, good it is game. that good. No, it no.
3: is that good. Yes,
1: no. It is. No. Yeah. No. Anna, no. I
0: thought Anna, I thought like you, and then I played it again on the DS. I was like, no, that this game actually is that good. Um, it's no. coming out on the Virtual Console on May 16th. You get it on Monday. And it'll be 8 bucks. So enjoy that. And we better move on before we start pissing off people (laughs) talking about our Chrono Trigger opinions. So here's one. I
3: I actually got hate mail when I put my review up of that because I think I gave it like 3.5 out of (laughs)
0: 5. Let's see. uh, Oh, this is interesting. Uh, PSN re-release. PSN re-release. What is he talking about? Re-release of what? I don't know who he's talking about. All right, trigger. Uh, but it's it's not on Chrono Trigger. Uh, must be talking about I don't know what the heck is Shaman talking about. Hmm. You guys I'm know? I'm pretty know.
3: sure he's talking about Chrono Trigger.
0: No, because PSN is, doesn't have it, does it? Oh, it's um, also got well, an ESRB related. It's okay. An ESRB rating? Sweet. Let's just put it on and everything then. Be out five times Can for me- you.
3: I can understand why people in Europe would be excited, because you guys got it on the DS, right? I think they already
0: got the PSN release, though. Uh,
2: Chrono Trigger DS. uh, The first time we could legally play Chrono Trigger in the UK was in 2008. 2008.
0: (laughs) And it was still just as good. So let's move on. (laughs) no it wasn't yes it was Anna
2: this is going to be something I'm going to have to disagree with you on, on here as well Chrono Trigger is extremely good
0: uh, yep it really really is
3: it, but it's just not as good as people make it no, out to it be no it
0: actually is All right. so oh, wait wait Chris is it <laughs> yes. as good as Ocarina of Time
3: oh, <laughs> hey come on
1: that's what I'm saying it's okay if she doesn't like it it's ah! not Good.
0: Oh, <laughs> sorry I need to go throw up now um... like, it's the topic before we get murdered it's okay. There's a she difference. Like it. It's like okay, saying What's "Ocarina of Jeff- Time" is good is like saying that "Final Fantasy VII" is a timeless classic. It's just an untrue statement. <sighs> All right. So moving and on. and now even more hate mail. I'll send That's your hate Right. So say- now
3: we have sort of like a, a two for one package where "Fairy: The legend of Avalon" was Who was
0: that? Who's that? What's "Fairy: The Legends of Avalon"?
3: Uh, it's developed by Spiders.
0: That's the name of the studio? Oh, we're talking about yeah. the next story. Okay, so there's some yeah. downloadable RPG, Fairy the Legends of Avalon. Oh, Fairy yeah. Legends of Avalon. So Is that it, any so good? It was
3: originally PlayStation Network and Xbox. We didn't, we didn't actually
0: release a review of it, did we? We just talked about it last week a little, didn't we?
3: Uh, I can't recall.
0: Yeah, Fairy Flutters onto PC, yeah. whatever that means.
3: So, well, it was originally XBLA and PSN, and now it's on PC. And
0: Oh, this thing.
3: That's They are also working together with Cyanide Studios and putting out another game, which is PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360.
0: It's called Of Orcs and Men. Do not confuse it with Warcraft, Orcs, and Humans. (laughs) All right? (laughs) Don't make that confusion. It's nothing like that. Nothing. Nothing (laughs) at all. It only tells about the story of a brutal war between two races unable to coexist with one another.
3: And there's a, a middleman who was from one culture but raised in the other, and he's going to rise up. Is that up actually and- true here? Um, I think so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes!
0: <laughs> puts players yeah, in the role just, of an orc a, soldier from Bloodjaw. A, but, I was going to say, is this
2: another Gameloft game?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, but no it is not. Orcs, this is-
3: and puts players in the role of an orc soldier from Bloodjaw who is attempting retribution against the men responsible for enslaving his people.
0: And, yes, but this is an RPG. It is, it is not a real-time strategy game, so there's a big difference. It's out in Spring 2012, and that's all I know about it. They give us three screenshots of like the CGI movies, I, or maybe in-game stuff. I can't tell anything about the gameplay of this thing. So just know that Of Orcs and Men is coming, and hopefully it won't be completely derivative and will actually be quality stuff. But
3: Perhaps... We will be enthralled
0: of the story. <laughs> we, will, yeah, we might be enthralled with it. You're right. That's <laughs> very... Uh, actually, it's you kind of ruined my next story. I didn't realize we had it out of order here. But uh, Fairy, the game Anna was talking about, was a game that came out on Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. It is indeed available for download on PC now. And yeah, I don't remember... Because
3: I figured it would be more relevant in that order. What Sorry. is
0: it? We gave it a 3 out of 5. And uh, I don't remember anything about this game. Being good, bad, ugly, whatever—it looks weird. That's all I know. So, Anybody hey, the room?
3: there's a new story from Quinn.
0: Yeah, that's right. There is. There is. Yeah. Look at this one.
3: It's a tale story.
0: What we oh, about? Oh yeah, no. the tales oh, news. Yes. Um,
3: it, the, I think there was. Why are you not jumping up and down, and creaming yourself in joy?
2: Oh right, because these are games you've played. I was gonna say yeah. I mean, you know, uh, the announcement is like, good for Tails fans everywhere. But there is a reason why I'm not jumping up and down myself. Um, which is... Uh, you don't know I how play... to
0: live for fun. Come on, man. You gotta be excited. Dude, check it out!
2: Chris, say I played like Tales of the Abyss for the first time in 2005. I don't have a 3DS.
3: Oh, fine. <laughs> okay, so for the details for the relevant people, Tales of Graces F and Tales of the Abyss
0: 3D both have release dates. In North America and Europe. So, Tales of Graces F, PlayStation 3 game, will be out in Europe and North America in 2012. Tales of the Abyss 3D will be out in 2011. That's this year. Later this year. At some point. We don't have an exact date. So, there you go. They're coming. People have been wanting that news for forever. So, Tales fans, be happy. Tales of Graces F, is that the latest and greatest Tales game? Yes, is it? It is post um, Tales of Zelendi, whatever the hell the.
2: No, no, Grace's F is Grace's F is before Zilia, not Zillia. Zilia, Ziliar, no, Zilia no, no. is the one.
0: When- Zillia is still in development, right? Yes. Okay, I'm talking about the one that was before that with the starts with a Z, uh, with a V. Vesperia. Vesperia. Yeah.
2: Yes, Grace's is after Vesperia.
0: Okay. Why is it Grace's
2: F? Uh, the F uh, Graces F is the PS3 enhanced remake of the original Tales of Graces, which was actually for the Wii.
0: Which came out after Vesperia? Yep. Oh, wow.
3: Has anyone ever said what the F stands for? Freaking awesome.
2: F, I, I was going to say, I believe the F stands for future, but I could be wrong. Ah, that makes As sense. There is, there is, the Graces F includes um, an additional, basically when you clear the uh, main storyline, um, you kind of you can load into a new uh, you load that save file into like a new arc which contains some additional story, um, which is set something like a year after the the end the first uh, you know the end of the main story, which I think is called the future arc, but I could be wrong.
3: Okay. Speaking of futures and additional stories. Yeah. We're gonna have Cthulhu saves the world on Steam.
0: Wow. That's impressive. Uh, Did anybody expect it to go anywhere else? This is, of course, talking about the PC remake.
3: They they were humming and hawing.
0: This is talking about the PC remake of Cthulhu Saves the World, an Xbox Live Independent Games uh, title, which got a bunch of funding for Kickstarter to get a PC version version made for it. It'll be three bucks on Steam. That's the same price as it was on Xbox Live Indie Games.
3: And might toss in Breath of Death 7 they're trying to decide that.
0: Uh Aha. And we'll talk about any more details. About that, you'll see on RP Gamer, of course.
2: Uh, um, Zavoyd also confirmed on the forums that he's trying to bring the um, stuff that he's that's included in the PC version uh, back to the Xbox Live Indie version as well. Is there any reason? But he says he's getting do that? Uh, He's getting oh, pretty close to the size limit.
3: Yeah, he, for, there was some internet. concern originally that he would go over the size limit, but size limit's 150 and he's at 144, so he's okay. Uh,
0: okay. It's too bad, but you know that's the way Microsoft is. So,
3: no, it's it's not too bad. He made it. He's in under the wire. Is it, is it done? Um, it'll p- looking very likely release next month.
0: Oh, that's pretty so, done then. Yeah, June okay. launch. So, not quite as exciting as Cthulhu saves the world, unless you're into Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon Grand Bazaar, the fifth entry of the Harvest Moon series, is coming to. Europe. Aren't you excited, Quinn?
2: Uh I'm not, but Sam um, probably is. It's Sam pro. not the fifth entry. It's the fifth DS
3: entry.
0: Well, fine. It's the fifth Oh wait, hang on. It's entry. already
2: out in America. So you're already have you're already happy about that one. Oh yeah,
0: we've already got it. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> Natsume may put this out a long time ago. It came
0: out in July twenty ten in the US. It was to, December 08 in Japan. So it's been out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> These games lag. Alright. So Harvest Moon! in Europe cuz
2: woo yeah. I think I'll wait I think I'll wait for like Rune Factory Oceans or something
0: <laughs> All right how about wizardry because we got some news on that, Xseed has a new website up about the new Wizardry game that they are localizing here, WizardryPS3.com. So check this out. It is going to be the latest game in the long-running series. You get to choose up to six characters from ten unique individuals—a male and female form of each of the five races. Um, there's human warriors, and they all have their own—they all have their own backstories. 120 varieties of monsters to battle, from, ranging from physical bruisers like the kobolds and trolls to magically empowered creatures like banshees and greater demons it will be available to download from the playstation network if the playstation network ever comes back up it'll be up sometime this spring which probably means it would be out now if the darn network was up (laughs) but it's not
2: actually i'll be thinking along the lines that uh, maybe they could convert the psn to run on whining that would be really 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 powerful
0: very effective yeah Man, considering
3: reading some of those PlayStation Network blog posts, it would have fueled till the end of time.
0: Mhm.
2: Yeah, the greatest renewable, so- the greatest renewable energy source known to, known to mankind: the power of fanboy whining.
0: Yep. All right. So there's a guy in our chat room who keeps saying he has extra stories for us, but he won't link them. So I think we've covered all the news. Um. Let's see. P4. hey
2: Quinn what have you been playing oh we're on to Pixel already
0: well I was going to ask you guys if you'd seen one of the trailers we put up this week that looked interesting
2: uh, I was watching the change. king
3: of the oh the uh, one king that of... has ocelot in the corner what there was like a video presentation of uh, oh what's that king
1: a or a Reckoning.
0: Thank no you. that was really old um <laughs> no uh why would we talk that's like out we have a review up of it don't we no, are you joking? No, this it's out not out. 2012. Oh, this is the Kurt Schilling one. Me. Oh. Yeah. I should have watched this then. Is this like the uh this is the MMO or is this the single player game set in the same world as the MMO?
1: Yep. Yes. Single player game set in the same world.
0: Okay. Is that any good? Yes. You haven't played it, you don't know. He's making stuff up.
3: All of the coverage that we've put up and most of the coverage that other people have put up have all been like, we want this.
0: Yes. So we've got a huge series. It was from PAX East, so it's a bit old now, but you can go watch it. It's the whole presentation from the Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning panel, and you can (laughs) watch it, unlike me, and learn all the cool stuff and see the game in action, how pretty it looks, and see what some of the classes are doing, and see them talk about what they want the game to be, since... A lot of the footage seems to be a guy running around in a circle just slashing his sword. But, you know, whatever. Hopefully be...
1: No, it sweet. looks really good. It looks like a little bit of Fable, a little bit of Oblivion, a
0: little bit of Diablo. Let's not have so much Fable. I think no, we're... Well, no, Fable and the Bright of for Graphics. It. Okay. All right, yeah, fair enough. That's the best part of Fable. You're right, yeah, that's true. Best part of Fable. My glow so are, and dark thread
1: is... Some connected. people were saying, like, hey, this looks like Fabro, but, like, with actual game underneath. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. So, okay. Let's see. The first story is... So this is from uh, Shadow4699 in the chat room. The first story is... He doesn't say. Oh, New Kirby game that was announced. Uh, that happened a few weeks ago.
2: I don't think any of them are RPG related. Yeah.
0: And the second one is that Ashton Kutcher is taking Charlie Sheen's place. What does that mean?
3: Ashton Kutcher is not by
0: winning. What does that mean he's taking his place? Like on Two and a Half Men? I presume he's joining
3: Two and a Half Men.
2: Oh, that's weird. I'm trying to care. I really am. Superboy,
0: you can... Okay, whatever. He said three... He's so mean. All right. Kirby, assemble. Assemble they actually announced the game Kirby Assemble. That's for noodle. So if you're into Kirby games, there you go. Uh, is that
1: really? Is that for real?
0: Kirby Assemble? Yeah. Uh yes, apparently it is. I've I've got articles on it. Where? Kirby Assemble, Mario and Sonic at the London Olympic Games and Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D screenshots. It's in Oh, it might be in Nintendo Power. Which means it's in my uh my bag. So, I I just found
3: it. Wait, you have this month's Nintendo Power? Yeah. You gotta look for my article.
0: Oh, that's right. You wrote an article? No,
3: she I wrote, wrote
1: content that, that probably was the in an
0: article. <laughs> I read my press release in. <laughs> Here. Right. Here we go. Here we go. I got two. I've got two. Which, what's this one? Oh, the one with the horse on the front. Um, Legend of Zelda stuff. Bountiful Harvest, Anna? Is it about Harvest Moon or about something else? What? No. Oh. What game is yours about? Um, mm, Can you stop crap. playing Final Fantasy IV during the podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I just turned it off because I wanted to bug you. Um, uh, oh, crap. I can't remember if it's Gabrielle's Ghostly Groove or. You don't Royal even Fishing know 3D. what you wrote. I wrote two of them and he only took one of them
0: gabrielle and what
3: gabrielle's ghostly groove yeah monster mix is out on WiiWare this week by the
0: way and uh real fishing 3d what's in what oh okay both games have previews in this in this okay
3: he took both i thought he only took one
0: well he may not have used your copy for both so we'll find out we'll see well, we're not going to find out live in the air cuz it could take a while. But uh real fish well, this then, one Did you come up with it? This one might get you hooked. Maybe. Did you? <laughs> Let's see. The other one is it's a dance party wild enough to wake the undead.
2: <laughs> you came up with
0: both of those, didn't you? Maybe. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. So, Anna's coming up with taglines for games. Uh in the meantime, <laughs> Uh, let's see, Kirby Assemble. You can find some videos on the web, and we should move on and talk about our picks of the week. And I think Anna had a great idea. Quinn, do you have any desire to tell us what you played this week?
2: Uh, I I have a couple of picks actually. Um, I've um spent a lot of time this week working on um university work, but during the spare time that I did have, I did sit down and play League of Legends quite a lot. Hmm. Since I just suddenly got back into that for some reason. I don't I know why, I just last did. Night. Just, yeah. Sorry?
0: I played a little of that last night.
2: It's a good game. Oh, we'll, have to have, we'll have to have a game later. Because mm. I actually play League of Legends on the American servers. Ah. Because I think someone suggested. I think because I think, we played together. We've played together as staff before, actually, I think. Yes, we okay. seem to remember. I seem to remember Noodle joining in as well. Yeah, it's
0: nice and free. We probably played during Extra Life or something.
2: Yeah, I think it was something like that, yeah. But uh, I think we should go and play it again sometime. Yeah. So I can't remember if I have you on my friend list, but we can check that after the end of the cast.
0: Pretty sure you are. Yeah.
2: Um yeah, my other pick is actually, strangely enough, um the new set for Magic the Gathering came out this week. Um, so yeah, that's my other pick, I guess. Oh, well, Magic that the works. Gathering.
0: Yeah, Magic the Gathering. Hey, are you into uh, the vanillaware games at all?
2: Vanilla? Yeah. Uh, as in
0: uh, Odin Sphere what do they do again? and Princess Crown and Muramasa the Demon Sword.
2: Uh, I think the only one of those that came out in Europe was Odin Sphere, and uh, I didn't play it.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to ask if you'd seen the video of the Grand's, Grand Knight's History game. That no, I haven't yet. Okay, because it's looking pretty, really pretty. Um, okay. Well, Anna, what did, do you have any picks for us this week? You just played Uh, more Final
1: Fantasy
0: 4, I bet. (laughs) Really, that's it, huh? (laughs) No, no,
3: no. Well, I I did play Final Fantasy 4, and I also just, I did a massive amount of cross-stitching this week. I had some time off of cashiering, so I think I did something like 7,000 stitches in the last week, so. That's a lot.
0: Fair enough. That's not much. Well, it's a, it's a lot of cross-stitching, but not much gaming. Okay, this week I played um, Go to Work Conference and Be Really Exhausted When You Get Back to Your Hotel. And I played that a few days, and then I followed up with some League of Legends last night. So I'm going to also pick League of, League of Legends. Good game. <laughs> I'm learning how I to play I did just check. Ash.
2: You are on my friends list. Yeah. Unless you go. Some, for some reason, somebody else took the name Nabuo. <laughs> uh,
0: though I did this morning, um, I was seeing that... Heroes of Might and Magic Six has a has a pre-release date, like it'll be out in September. So I just reinstalled Heroes of Might and Magic Five, and I'm thinking of actually finishing that up on my PC. But uh, I'll leave that at that. Manny, do you have anything for us?
1: Uh, I finished Assassin's Creed Two. Did you enjoy Dude, it? Dude, that ending! What? Yeah, the? no, I know. Late to the party, three years.
0: <laughs> I Next
1: haven't... thing you know, I'll be saying the cake is a lie, like in twenty twelve, in twenty fifteen.
0: I need to do that too. Maybe I should do that instead of heroes.
1: What? Finish Assassin's Creed too? Yeah. Oh, do that ending.
0: That's what I keep hearing.
2: You got to admit that ending is pretty awesome.
1: It. I was not what I was expecting. I was thinking some. Well, I could even hint at it, yeah, but I Please was
0: don't. Some, please don't ruin it for me. <laughs> all right.
1: Let me just say, I ex- Oh no, no, I'm not going to say it. Let, what do you think is going on, Chris? From, I based on what you heard,
0: dude. I haven't even played Assassin's Creed One. Oh, don't skip it. I'm going to play it because I have the collector's skip edition. It. Dude, I'm do playing not it. play I'm it. Playing it. I'm playing do it. Do not I'm play it, it. I'm warning you. you.
1: You will hate this series if you play Assassin's Creed 1 first. <laughs> then you'll be like, why does everyone keep on talking about this? Why
0: it's so good? I will play 2 afterwards and then love it.
1: I guarantee I get you will not finish 1. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like a 10-hour game, isn't it?
1: Uh, it it's a 1-hour game with 9 hours of filler.
0: <laughs> That's, I think I can handle that.
1: All right, Chris. All right. <laughs> if you say so. Hey, you said it on the air. Everyone, Chris will finish Assassin's Creed 1.
0: Oh, boy. It sounds like a challenge.
1: By when will you finish it? Give us an idea. I, like don't, time I, don't, I don't even know when I'm going to start it. So you'll finish it in 2020.
0: That's right. That 2020, you know? and then I'll play Seventh Dragon. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Come on. Let's see. That's what I'm doing. <laughs>
1: Put your money where your mouth is.
0: All right. I, you know, since we have a really short picks section this week um, and everyone's done, uh, I'm going to ask the audience in our chat room, can you throw out some of your picks of the week? What have you guys been playing? And we'll say them right here on the air right now.
2: Oh, Chris, you know, did you we, ask Anna? Yeah. Okay.
1: You know, we uh, what's it called? On our Facebook fan page, uh, rpgamer.com. No, facebook.com slash uh Sam is constantly asking what you guys are playing over the weekend and what are you playing this week? and we get a lot of responses on there.
0: Yeah, I've, I I actually get all the replies to that popping up on my phone, so it's kind of fun.
1: <laughs> so if you're interested in what we've been playing, I want to join the conversation, come check out our Facebook group.
0: It's nice. So in the chat room, we've got Silver Husky says the playing Radiant Historia, Noodle says Final Fantasy 11, Sir Erdrick says Final Fantasy 4, Shaman also says Final Fantasy 4, Shadow 4699 is playing Epic Mickey, oh you poor poor guy, and Pokemon Black. Just Doug says he's just playing Valkyria Chronicles in Final Fantasy XI with the new update. Strawberry says Arc Cry's Fantasia, which is still great, localization aside. And Cypher in the Snow says almost finished with Ease 2 and 20 hours into The Witcher. And Sir Erdrick says he's repairing a computer. There we go. Nice. Thanks, people. That was fun. I like doing it that way. We need to come up with like some sort of Twitter thing too to like get people to send us in content for the show to, on Twitter. I don't know. Either they do like...
1: sometimes. It's because um our uh, our questions on RP Gamer on the Facebook page are echoed on the Twitter following, and people sometimes respond to us on Twitter. Unfortunately, no one
0: responds back. Yeah, but when I mean, a... we need to do something on the uh, RP Gamer Twitter that's like uh, send us in your quick fire questions or you know something like that. Where we have like a segment, like send us in stuff. In Why don't we team. do it
1: right now? I'll send out a tweet. Let me see if we get a single response really quick.
0: Oh, we, we probably won't. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right, let me
1: see if we can do this before the show ends. Okay, quick fire question. Quick fire RPG cast question. What's our quick fire RPG cast question?
0: Um, What's a better game, Ocarina Time or Chrono Trigger? Are you serious? I don't you, Okay. You asked me to come up with a question in one second. That's all I could What's come the with. better
2: game? <laughs> And the answer is Chrono Trigger every time. <laughs> Discussion over. We're done here.
1: All right. So I am gonna send. I sent that out, and we'll see what the people have to say to us before the show ends.
0: But the show's about to end is the
1: problem. <laughs> oh, you should have come up this sooner.
0: <laughs> well, in the chat room, we've got one vote for Chrono Trigger and one vote for Ocarina of Time. I guess we can take this one to the forums for the week, but make sure you integrate two more Nyan. for Chrono Trigger. Two more for Chrono Trigger. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, someone just responded <laughs> so on <replied>. Twitter. Yes, <laughs> they it, it Noodle says, the "Okay, time." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited for nothing. Um, but do make sure so- to integrate Nyan Cat or Popstar Cat into your reply. That's all I request. Yeah okay so that's that's our show for the week thanks for joining us sorry it's a shorter one but we really appreciate you coming here uh next week unfortunately i have some bad news what's up there will not be a show next week (gasps) because i will be on a family vacation that goes from wednesday through sunday um so unless we did the show late sunday night um it'll be hard to have a show so maybe we'll have a show monday night or something a little catch-up show if people are around and want to do it um but uh, I won't be able to do it on Saturday.
1: So uh, you said you might do one on Sunday night.
0: Well, the fifteenth. Probably not. You know, you know, it'll probably be really late that I get back Sunday, so I don't know if that'll. Oh,
1: happen. I think you'll be competing with our other podcast, uh, the RPG Sanctum, is recording their big pre E3 show that
0: day. Oh, really? On the twenty second. Yeah. So what if we do one on the twenty third?
1: Go for it. Yeah.
0: So if anyone oh. wants to be around and present, we for got the 23rd, two more responses.
1: Okay, oh. uh, uh, Donald Mick, at Donald Mick says, Chrono Trigger, but you're asking me to choose between my kids. Uh, sign Shaman. <laughs> oh, and here's a new guy who, who's not actually in our chat room. Uh, Watts MR? Ooh, tough call. you of time by a hair. Okay. Uh, and you said social media doesn't work.
0: So uh, when did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> there we go. Wow. Interesting. You asked me to choose between my kids. That is so good. All right. Well, that's that's all I got for you. So no show next Saturday. Maybe if you're lucky, a catch-up show on Monday night. Um, and, of course, I'll live stream it if we do it. But, uh, you oh, know, I don't call know if it it'll wonders. come together. Oh, my gosh. from the trigger. Okay. Thanks for replying, people. <laughs> 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 all right. So uh, until next week, um, uh, until maybe two weeks. Uh, This is RPGcast and we're looking forward to E3 We're really excited to bring you stuff there How about you also give us suggestions for what you'd like to see us do at E3 If you have any ideas for innovative coverage Interviews you want to see Stuff or stunts you want us to try Or just uh, different ways of handling coverage Than we have in the past that you're like Why don't you guys do it like this website Well tell us now and then we'll do it like that website Or why don't you do it like this Because everyone else does it like this You should do it this way instead Well tell us and we'll do it that way all right.
1: Last one of the night. Ash Chan says you can't compare the two. They're totally different kinds of games.
0: Yeah, how dare we compare those. Alright, and with that, we're going to sign up. Thanks, everybody, and we'll catch you all next time. Until then, goodbye.
2: Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you.